Welcome back to Speak Truth to Life with your host, Pam Osby, where we talk about trending topics and so much more, society and culture, life lessons, and being true to yourself. I'm your host, Pam Osby, and today's topic is is not a good one, but it's one that keeps coming up, whether it's children here in the U.S. Um, obsessing over their phone use issue. It doesn't stop with um, U.S. students. And over in Guyana, a teen girl had her phone confiscated. This set a chain of events which harmed a whole school dormitory that went on fire and 19 children died. Yeah, I'm not sure if you heard this story. I heard it and it was trending on my TikTok and I was like, what's going on? But they're accusing this teenage girl of setting a fire that killed 19 fellow students in Guyana. She was mad that her phone was taken away as punishment for seeing a older man The doors had been locked overnight to prevent girls from sneaking out. And so when the fire was started, they couldn't get out the building. This right here is just a a devastating situation. The fire broke out in Madea Secondary School in South American Lake Country. Um, The Guyana Fire and Rescue Service said the the blaze was maliciously set. Um, the Associated Press was told that the suspect in the incident was a school, uh, a student at the school, and she's accused of setting a dorm on fire after being disciplined for having a liaison with the older man. There's something about young people and their decision-making process, and I don't know how old this student was or the man's age is not referenced in what I'm reviewing, but um, it's it's a sad situation. So it looks like the the house mother was asleep because the way it's set up in this dorm is like you had you had girls in certain part, and then you have a house mother. House mother had her own child in the fire, and she lost her five year old child in the fire but she's alive. Um, When the fire took place, the house mother was asleep inside the building like everybody else. And then she woke up panicked. She couldn't find the keys to unlock the doors. When the firefighters arrived, uh, the building, which is made of wood and concrete, the house, 57 children, it was engulfed in flames. The windows were heavily barred and five doors were locked. 38 students made it out after firefighters broke holes in the wall, and those who got out, including six severely injured children, were airlifted to Georgia town, Georgetown, Guyana's capital city, and where they received some assistance with their injuries. Um, like I said, the fire was crazy. There's a video trending on Facebook. Watch if you want to see that. I don't want to see that. Um, and the girl admitted to setting the fire. She's under police supervision in the hospital and they're trying to figure out if they're going to charge her with anything. 
the girl is going to remain in juvenile detention after she recovers. The police are also trying to obtain and find the individual she was she was seeing with statutory statutory rape because she's under 16 at the time. The fire is is considered a natural tragedy in Guyana. A president um the president Ali declaring three days of mourning. Several countries have sent um uh, sent their support. Um, this is a sad situation. So I, I do think they need to find that guy because um this situation precipitated or started something that nobody anticipated. Young girl is so young that she's not necessarily making rational decisions. And also, if she had a liaison with an older man, um, they need to find that man so we could get more information on what actually happened. Like, how how long was this relationship going on? But I do want to go back to what I said at the beginning, which I feel like our children are addicted to their phones and devices. And I dare say a, a lot of adults are as well. You know, a phone addiction is a, a true, true problem. And... It's, it's, I don't know if, if it's listed as an issue, like a health concern, but these are some signs that they're saying phone addiction for teens specifically. If they're, they're like dealing with that, they're dealing with anxiety, they might have significant weight change, change in diet, change in sleep patterns, fatigue, depressed or irritable mood. Um, and I didn't know that that, you know, that was actually something going on, but the consequences of a cell phone addiction, it does lead to cognitive issues with your, your memory. Um, and like I said, anxiety and depression. Um, this young lady didn't want to be away from her phone. So some people feel negative emotions uh, such as, you know, anger, sadness, or anxiety when they don't have their phone, when they can't have their phone. There was a question I saw on the social media said, are smartphones as, as addictive as cocaine? And this, this uh, is interesting. It says smartphones are as addictive as cocaine or any other drug, according to a psychotherapist, Steve Pope who has been helping a man cope with addiction that cost him his relationship and job. So that's, that's something interesting to think about. I know for my phone, when I used to work, you know, inside of a, like a building, an office or whatever, I would only have my phone out when I needed to have my phone. And I, I never had any anxiety around not having my phone on. But I can imagine teens sometimes they're glued to the hip with with the phone. They they need to look at every blow by blow. They're scrolling social media. Uh, a lot of conflicts came from students, right? 
in a classroom where I would always try to navigate the whole phone thing. And a lot of times kids were, you know, um, getting upset if you will tell them, hey, you can't have your phone out. When I used to be teaching lessons, some of my students would get mad. I never tried to make it a big issue about the phone. Um, long as they did their assignment, I didn't care about the phone. But we knew a couple of weeks back, if you heard anything, there was a student and a teacher who had a fight inside of a Georgia school over, you know, the phone being taken away from her and she lost her mind. She lost her mind to the point where she got into uh, a situation with the teacher and she chose to get into a physical altercation with the teacher all over not getting her phone. The teacher was standing behind, you know how this teacher has a desk and the teacher was standing behind the desk, right? The student came all the way behind the teacher's desk, which is a personal space of a teacher. They got into a verbal um, argument. And then the girl was like, give me my phone, give me my phone, give me my phone. And she grabbed the phone and then a tussle and a physical altercation started where both the teacher was on top of the student. This situation went viral on like TikTok or Facebook or YouTube. Everybody was talking about it. Podcasters like myself, you know, I don't know if I did a full uh, uh, conversation about that here, but I'm telling you, it was a little crazy. It was a little crazy. And all because this young person wanted her phone. And I understand young people need to have phones in schools with emergencies and things that happen. Most of the schools that I worked at, the teacher had a phone policy in the classroom. One classroom was done so well. I used to um, be a guest lecturer at a particular school. And when you go there, it was like sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. Each class, as they came into the classroom, the teacher had them put the phones inside of um, like a little container. You have to do that you know, and they didn't have no problems. It was a part of their routine. They came into class, they dropped the phone, and then they go to their desk. So I think it does speak to that teacher's ability to really have some kind of expectations in the classroom. So I think that was a good thing that the teacher had uh, expectations. The kids knew what was to be expected. But in some of the other situations I highlighted, the phone became a catalyst for something else that's going on. I don't know what's going on with the young lady that had a physical fight with her teacher in Georgia. And the young lady's mentality in Guyana, was she physically assaulted by this guy? Did the authorities blame her without doing a full investigation? Because it seemed like they took the phone away. She slept with somebody. Was this man attached to that school? Was he someone around that school? Or was he someone 
in that community that she had a relationship with and somebody found out. I mean, I have a lot of questions because I don't know everything. All I'm going to say is phone addiction impacts young teens as well as adults, but adults can make decisions, hopefully. But I, I like to know, know more about, you know, phone addiction in adults because I don't hear a lot of people talk about it. And by the way, there are controls that you can have on your, your phone um, to, and I, I saw it a while ago, like to kind of manage your phone controls, say like on Facebook, TikTok. I know Facebook has it where you can actually turn off your Facebook. It's in the settings. I can't remember how to do it. But I would do it and my phone would give me alert and say, um, this is the time that you indicated that you would be offline, kind of like that. Parents need to look into having some, and I know this is probably some people would be like, Pam, you're crazy, but have a conversation with your young person about how much of the phone that they're using and make an agreement to have like a time where they are not on their phone because using a phone 24 seven, seven days a week is not good for anybody. You need to have offline time where you're looking at your TV, when you're running or playing a game, um, doing a hobby. No, online is great, but offline, don't forget about the offline moments as well because people get so caught up in what's going on on social media, they sometimes lose um, their grasp on reality, if that makes sense. So with that being said, I, I wanted to talk about that story because I think that that's a sad story, but also it highlights phone addiction, the impact and consequences of it. So with that being said, I'll talk to you guys soon. I hope everybody had a great, Memorial weekend, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.